0: Good morning, everyone. My name is Teddy Racksack, and you're listening to TED Talk Sports. This episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. All right, guys, so for this episode of my preview series, I'm going to be talking about the Detroit Lions. Why the Detroit Lions, you might ask? Um, One of my best friends goes to school out uh, at the University of Michigan and uh, he suddenly became a Lions fan and he's been cheering for them, so this episode is dedicated to my really good friend Ryan. Gotta show him a little bit of love. So, the Detroit Lions last season, uh, they finished with a record of six and 10, and it, you know, immediately that jumps out to you and you're thinking, okay, this, is, this obviously isn't a very good team, but the more I looked into these games and the more I kind of did my research on this team, you know, they're not as bad as their record might lead you to believe and let me explain a little bit here they they lost five games last season by eight points or less five games last season so this team easily could have been 11 and five but instead they went six and ten so this team just simply couldn't finish games um i mean they even lost to the bills for crying out loud i didn't even know they lost to the bills that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> that is pretty awful. Oh my god, the bills! Wow, I need to take a moment to take that in. That is really bad. But anyways, but um, in all seriousness, though, the Lions aren't as bad as their record leads us to believe. And you know, to me, it just kind of shows that they just don't. I guess the SparkNote version of this podcast is that the Lions just really don't have a lot of offensive firepower to compete with really good or really elite teams in the NFL. So the first person I want to talk about is Matthew Stafford, who is totally overpaid in my overpaid, in my opinion. Um, he is, I think, last year he was the tenth most paid athlete in the world. Like, oh my God! Like that's inc- that's that's just crazy. And then you know this this past season, the 2018, he really didn't do anything to sort of justify that contract. So he had uh, th- around 3,700 yards. Which is the 16th best in the NFL. He threw for 21 touchdowns, which is the 18th best in the NFL. And he also had 11 interceptions, which is right around the middle. So I don't know. For, for me, Matthew Stafford, if you're gonna be making that kind of money, you need to be producing a lot better. Because I I just don't understand. I mean, I mean these these stats are just so mediocre for for someone that's getting so much money. I mean, there should be this should be a robbery. In the city of detroit for what matthew stafford is doing because this is just this is egregious this is this is absolutely awful i mean he's just putting up such poor numbers getting paid so much money someone that's someone that's getting paid like that needs to be producing like aaron Rodgers, tom brady numbers like mvp caliber numbers and he really just hasn't been able to do that but the more we dive into this yes matthew stafford is underperforming but it's not a hundred percent his fault so the um the Detroit Lions last year so they lose Eric Ebron and Eric Ebron really didn't do too well for them and but if suddenly he goes to the Colts and he has Andrew Luck throwing to him he's in a different system and then he gets like 13 touchdowns he looks phenomenal but the 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 Lions really never had a set tight end after that so in the 2019 draft they drafted TJ Hawkinson eighth overall which I think was way too early um his stats I mean I I get it like you need a new tight end, you're trying to really space the uh space the field, but it just didn't make a lot of sense. He didn't have any ridiculous numbers to get drafted eighth overall. I mean, he had 760 yards and six touchdowns, which is solid, but for an eighth overall pick, come on. I mean, they drafted they drafted TJ Hawkinson over guys like Ed Oliver, Jonah Williams, Christian Wilkinson. Uh sorry, Christian Wilkins. And I to me that just didn't make a lot of sense. I think I mean I think Jonah Williams would have been a really good pick because the I, I mean you got to protect Matthew Stafford or I mean and, and to be fair too it, 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 there wasn't really a lot of um a, a lot of choices in terms of you know the wide receivers and then the running backs and that department so I guess he was one of the better options but I think he got drafted way too early. I think they, I think the Lions could have dra- uh, traded down and still got TJ Hawkinson. And on top of it too which is something that we really have to d- talk about is the tight end. It's a dying position, and to think that the Lions drafted you know Hawkinson so high is to me it's just absolutely ridiculous. I I don't agree with this draft pick. I mean I'm not even a Lions fan, and I'm I'm offended on behalf of Lions fans that they took him this early. Um, anyways though, so the Lions they you know their offensive line. It was, it was very mediocre. It came in at 15th. It was ranked the 15th best offensive line in the NFL. And it just, nothing really seemed to pop out. They just kind of finished in the middle of the pack in terms of uh, run blocking, in terms of pass blocking. So there's nothing really to talk about there. Um, but what I do want to talk about is their defense. Now their defense was actually pretty good last season. When you think of the Detroit Lions, you think of a team that's not that good. But you know they're a very, a very solid defense. They rank the eighth best in uh, passing yards given up per game, and they rank the tenth best for rushing yards allowed per game. So this defense is is more than serviceable. It's pretty solid. What it sounds like to me is that the defense is simply just being left out on the field for way too long. Because even if you have a really good defense, if you just if you leave them out on the field for way too long, they're gonna get scored on eventually. You know, it's, it's, it's just going to happen. And, um, but the one thing though, I will say with the defense, if I'm going to be super nitpicky is that they, they rank second to last in interceptions, So they don't really have a lot of ball hawks in the secondary, but you know, they're not giving up a lot of yards per game. So, you know, you, know, you win some, you lose some, I I think that this is a very solid defense. It looks like this is a defense that's going to stick around for a while. Um, but yeah, but that, that to me, that was very surprising when I was doing my research, on the Detroit Lions, I really didn't expect them to have such a solid um, defense, but they, they really do. Now, here's where we run into our biggest issues with the Lions. Yes, is Matthew Stafford underperforming? Yeah. Okay, he's underperforming. Is the, you know, the defense is actually pretty solid, right? Um, the biggest issues that I have are with the wide receiving core and, and, the, uh, and the running back core. So the, the wide receiving core was, I'd say, subpar at best. Uh, they ranked twenty-first in overall yards. They ranked twenty-third in overall touchdowns. They're tied for fifth in fumbles. And you know, you you read these names, right? Kenny Galloway, Marvin Jones Jr., Dan, Danny Amendola. And this is to me, this is one of the weaker uh, wide receiving cores in the NFL. And you, yes, I, you know, you expect Matthew Stafford to make these players better, but I mean, this is it's really nothing too. Nothing to really look forward to, um, as a Detroit Lions fan. I, I I really don't see how this is gonna get much better for them because they didn't really add anyone um, in particular that was really gonna make that much of an impact. And the thing too, here's 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 two crazy thing. So they really have the same core wide receivers um, now that Tate left Detroit. They really just when they lost Tate, when they lost Ebron, they really weren't the same team. And, you know, now they want Hawkinson, the tight end that they drafted, they want him to be this big impact player, and I just don't see that happening, at least not right now. He hasn't shown anything to where, now I'm not saying this is impossible, it wouldn't be totally ridiculous to, in a sense, uh, predict that, you know, he becomes a really good player, but that's a lot of pressure to be putting on, you know, your your tight end that you drafted. Um, and, And considering the fact that it's a dying position. So, I don't know. To me, this wide receiving core, it's its its very weak. I, you know, So I think two-thirds of the blame, to be fair, for the struggles in the passing game have to go to... Actually, I'd say three-fourths of the struggles in the passing game have to go to Matthew Stafford because you're getting paid that much. You, We all know he's capable of playing a lot better. But then at the same time, I mean, that wide receiving core is just not doing him any justice. And on the other side... I mean, and then... Another aspect of their offensive, um, of their, another aspect of their offense, you know, their running game and their, their running game was just, it was pretty dismal last season. It really wasn't anything to get excited about either. You know, last season they ranked 23rd in rushing yards, 24th uh, in rushing touchdowns, and they also ranked 28th in yards per attempt. And, you know, their running backs this upcoming season should be carry on Johnson, Theo Reddick and CJ Anderson. I think Carrion Johnson is is I may be a bright spot, but he's still not someone I wouldn't put him up there as a young um, running back that I that I would look forward to like a Philip Lindsay or someone like that. And then C.J. Anderson's a good backup. Uh, I saw him a lot when he played for the Rams. He's a very good downhill runner. But the way I see the the way I see this running back core is that there's virtually no threat out of the backfield. If I'm, a, if I'm a defensive coordinator and, and I have to say, okay, I need to get... If I'm going to let try to let on Johnson beat us, I'd feel very comfortable with that. Because none of these names really pop out to you. None of these names really scare you. Um, yeah, and then it's just... And I, I'm really surprised I didn't really want to address that issue either. I thought that that running back that from Alabama, totally forgetting his name. Um, Josh Adams or something like that. I, I'm sorry, I'm totally butchering his name. But anyways... Um, you know, I thought that would have been a nice piece because the, the run, you know, the Lions haven't had a solid running back in a while, and it's, you know, it's, it's all that's also putting a lot of pressure on Matthew Stafford. So there's a little bit more to the tale with this whole Matthew Stafford fiasco. Um, but my overall take on the Detroit Lions is that you know they have a very very good defense, but they're just simply being asked to do too much. They're on the field for way too long. And look, is Matthew Stafford playing like an average quarterback? Absolutely. But to be fair, he has literally no weapons. You know, he has no wide receivers and he has no running backs. So, you know, he has this poor wide receiving group and an even worse running back core. And the bottom line line is, is that, you know, the Lions can't score. If the Lions can't score, they can't win games. And, you know, their division is also incredibly difficult. You have the Packers. Yeah, the Chicago Bears who the Bears look really really good and you know if I just don't think that they're gonna have enough firepower to compete with teams like that the, the good teams in any top 10 team they're just not gonna have enough firepower not with the weapons that they have um, you know at, not with their skill position players so unfortunately I think it's gonna be another long season for the Detroit Lions I think that the Detroit Lions are gonna go seven and nine and that that's me being very generous Um, for Ryan's sake, I hope they do a lot better. I have nothing against the lions, at least not yet, but, um, yeah, that's sort of my take on the Detroit lions guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I have some more episodes coming up soon. And yeah, so my name is Teddy Raksak and this has been Ted talk sports.